Hello and welcome. My name is Tim. I'm Axial. And I'm Murphy Durfee. And this is Go Mode Podcast A. Oh no, I messed it up. And this is Go Mode Look at the Fast Randomizer Contest. Uh, how are you guys doing? Text to speech stopped working. <laughs> I was I had this idea where I was gonna permutate it. Let me try again. Um, and this is Go Mode A Link to the Past Randomizer Podcast. That's what I was trying to do, but I messed it up. And I'm, I'll leave it in. I'll be honest. I'll, I'll, I'll put I'll put it out there. I deserve it. Uh, and I was always afraid I was going to do that at one point. So it, it kind of feels good to get that out of the system, honestly. Like, I, I finally have just, you know, yeah. I did the one where I messed up, so it's fine. Proof for our listeners that uh, we make mistakes. Mm-hmm. You just edit them well, all out. Yeah, you just normally don't hear them, but you'll, you'll hear this one. I promise I'll leave it in. <laughs> Uh, so we are very excited to present to you sort of our final look at the uh, first Go Mode Podcast Mentor Tournament, or at least the inaugural. Um, it's it's weird to say that because we still don't know for sure if we'll do another one. We'll get more into that later, I'm sure. But uh, this is the last time for a while we'll be covering it because... It's finally over. It's been over for for a little while now, but uh, we have uh, solicited for some feedback from our racers and mentors and volunteers, and we received a lot of really good feedback, and we took some time to compile that and sort of summarize it. We're going to really dig into all that. Um, This is honestly kind of the fun part in in a lot of ways uh, in terms of, you know, being able to talk about the tournament on the podcast, because now we have all the data. Like, before it was also hypothetical. Now we did it. We have it here, and we can take a look at it, you know, and and try to be as subjective as possible about what worked, what didn't, um, you know, what came of everything we did. So, uh, really look forward to getting into that later on in the episode. Also, very excited to have some special guests on, right, guys? Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, guests. Tell us about the guests we're gonna have on. Well, as far as I'm aware, we're going to have our winning team of racer and mentor, which would be Bumrush Blitz as well as Dante in the mentor role. Uh, they'll be telling us a little bit about their experience in the Go Mod uh, podcast tournament, as well as our most mentored or most games mentored, most games won as a mentor, whatever is that. You want to pull uh, our big you know, all-star mentor Cassidy Moen will be on later as well. Yeah, that's right. So we're looking forward to uh, hearing their experiences specifically. Uh, of course, one of the uh, rewards of being the winner of the tournament was to come on. So we're honoring that. Um, but honestly, I'm really just more looking forward to hearing how, how things went and getting that firsthand experience and letting everybody kind of hear them. So uh, looking forward to that in a little bit. But we have some things to cover uh, in the in the community first. So let's get on into that. Um First off, we have the Speed Gaming Live 2019 qualifiers that have finally wrapped up. There were 20 total qualifiers, and uh, as a reminder, you needed to race in four of them, but you could race in five. Uh, Your best and worst result would be thrown out, and then uh, they would sort of take your score based on a comparison of who got first place. Um, So we've been tracking this for the past couple of episodes. It's finally concluded. So we have a final one, two, and three. These are the people that are going to receive some travel assistance, some uh, money to help them get out there. So this this is pretty big for them. Uh, Number one was OS101, or OS101, I'm not exactly sure how you pronounce. 
Number two is Aster, who is a mentor in our mentor tournament. So shout out to you, Aster. And number three, yeah, number three is Bonta. So congrats and GG to all three of them. Yeah, they're going to get some help getting out there. And we will for sure see them in person at the Speed Gaming Live 2019 tournament. Now, there is one thing that we have to... We have to comment on here. We have to look at because it, it's just uh, it's highly unusual. Um, so we have covered this a couple times, and we mentioned a few of the names who were in the top three. Well, uh, OS one hundred one or OS one hundred one was was never one of those names we were looking at. And if you go back and look at their performance, it is uh, it's outstanding. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, really, it, shocking. It's outstanding. It stands out. Uh, let's just talk about this briefly. So the first race they participated in was August 10th, uh, and they got 13th place with a one hour, 48 minute seed. Um, yeah, you know, it could, it, no, it could happen. You know, maybe something happened. Um, you know, the, the, they, they didn't really place and it was just kind of like an, an, an unnoticeable sort of, uh, finish. Yeah. It's like a this, good run, but not a great run. Yeah. The second one they did was August 21st, 11 days later, uh, and that was qualifier number 15. They got second place uh, with a one hour and 36 minute seed. Um, So that gave them a score of 100. They were close enough to the first place time that they essentially got, you know, the same score as first place. So they got a 100. Mm -hmm. Uh, The next one they did was the 16th one. They got first place in that with a one hour and 21 minute seed. Wow. the next one they did was the 17th one, the very next one. That was August 24th. They got second with a one-hour, 24-minute seed, another perfect 100 score. So that's three perfect 100s in a row. And then the last one they did was the 19th, August 26th. They got first place in that one, one-hour, 39 minutes, perfect 100 score. So they have 186 and four perfect 100s. Remember, your worst one is thrown out. So they ended with a perfect 100 score. And that was all in a week. That's like the <clears throat> the best week of rando they'll, they'll ever have. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's a pretty impressive week for sure. It, it's, it's noteworthy. Um, and especially since, you know, and I don't mind saying this, we've been covering the community for over a year on this show. Um, OS 101, I, I actually did commentate a race that they participated in. Um, it was the very first fall tournament race that I commentated along with uh, Vitasia, I think. Um, it was OS 101 and 1UP40 doing a retro seed. And um, that was the first time that I was aware of them. Um, and I think they were in like the SMZ3R tournament maybe or something like that. I believe I could so, be getting yeah. That. Yeah, yeah. I I think I remember kind of mentioning their name that. So they are someone we've mentioned before. They are, they're a member of the community. We know that they're, they're skilled. Um, but to see this kind of performance, like this is... I don't know. This is like Scotty Pippen, like <laughs> getting a hundred points in a game. You're just like, Scotty, Scotty did that. Yeah, you know, it's, like it's just someone like who's not. They're not bad. They're not. You know, no, not totally at all. Out of nowhere, but it's way like, better than me. You know, <laughs> you yeah. Know? I'm trying to think of another like sports metaphor. I don't. I, it would be like <laughs> uh, it would be like if uh, like the American like national men's soccer team suddenly won the World Cup. Like they're not yeah. terrible, but they're not great. They're not in Sorry. the elite. Ax, did, did you mean to say football? <laughs> oh man, let's not get into that. Or we'll be here for another two hours. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I couldn't resist. Yes. Also, you know, crapping on my my country's own, uh, you know, men's yeah. soccer team because <laughs> yeah, yeah, we didn't qualify for the World Cup, and that was mm-hmm. very embarrassing. 
Womp womp. Okay, so I, I, I guess we don't really have too much more to say about this, except that, I mean, GG to those those three that, that we count that we uh, called out there, and I like we just put together a new racing council. I I don't mean to like stir up any drama or anything, but this seems like the kind of thing maybe racing council I would hope is is like looking into and just just making sure so there's no doubt, no you know accusations because uh, mm-hmm. to come out and accuse someone of. Uh, you know, engineering this score in a way that is less than competitive, is, is, if that was a diplomatic enough way to say that, it's a pretty big deal, and it's it's not going to be taken lightly. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's got to that point, but it it should it should at least be looked at just for peace of mind. That's yeah. that's what I think. I, I mean, and I, I want to make it clear, I'm not throwing any accusations around, and you know, I don't have any reason to suspect anything, you know, under you know underhanded happened but you know just just when you have kind of a regulatory body now like the racing council it's sort of their duty to be you know looking at everything and you know i'm guessing they're probably talking and they're saying like all right is there anything happening here that we need to look at or or not and you know they're doing their due diligence and um you know i'm sure there's other things they're probably looking at too beyond this that they go uh no that didn't didn't really mean anything and they may have looked at this and said like you know it's just you know they've been putting in a lot of practice a lot of work and had a had a great week so um again to to be 100 percent clear i speaking for me and i don't want to speak for my co-host but i am not saying that anything irregular happened here but that it uh you know just to make sure uh that uh you know the racing council is counseling it up they're they're they may be taking a look they may not be taking a look they're probably aware of it though yeah i will say this you know uh, if they actually grinded that out and and got you know those incredible times legitimately like i want to hear that story like i want to hear what they did to get that good like Surely we can all acknowledge the fact that like this is an outstanding performance mm-hmm. uh, to to play a randomized game four times in a row against some of the best players in the community and pretty much wipe the floor with them twice and then just barely lose two other times. Like, what's your secret? Like, I, I want to hear more about <laughs> that, and I would love to see them, you know, absolved of any suspicion. Oh, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I don't. I don't want to see that someone is cheating. You know, oh, like no. I. I hope to learn that this is. 100% on the up and up and that's that's why I want it to be investigated I guess well, you know yeah cuz I mean it's it's more of a like you know I you know I, I want their name to be clear because mm-hmm. it's a great story and I think something exactly. that can stand to other runners out there to be like if you put in the time you put in the seeds you put in the work like there is nothing to stop you from getting to the elite echelon of uh randomizer players it's mm-hmm. a yeah you know so Absolutely. just for a tiny bit of background information, not that I have a whole lot, but from, you know, admining the tournament and running some of these qualifiers and just kind of, you know, picking up bits and pieces on various discords. From what I know, at least, uh, Asa has been doing a lot of SMZ3 in the past. So he hasn't been playing like purely linked to the past randomizer. He's been playing a lot of combomizer. And at least from the little bits and pieces that I've picked up, that seems to be what most people, you know, offer as an explanation of why he got so good. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it makes sense. It's, uh, I think, probably more difficult routing and requires 
some more exotic strategies that could be applied to, you know, vanilla randomizer. Yeah. So, uh, you know, again, we GG to, to the three of them and mm-hmm. they, they, they have earned it. Um, hopefully we can just absolve all suspicion and I definitely look forward to meeting the three of them at speed game live 2019. And, yeah. uh, you know, reporting on that tournament in person. Uh, so. One last thing I want to mention, just, you know, public disclosure kind of thing in a way, is um, even though the top three are now set, um, and I don't expect any issues with uh, the top two coming to the event, actually, I know that um, there might still be some change-ups due to the subsidization that's happening because you know uh i know that bonta for example who's currently number three he's a fellow european from france as far as i'm aware and uh depending on how much money gets offered that you get recompensated for your flight he might still not be able to afford flying out to uh, virginia so if he can absolutely not make it spot number three might be going to someone else uh and that would be error as it currently stands mm-hmm who so, might be another another buddy of yours? Yeah, right? who who he's also in Germany and uh, originally from the Netherlands, and uh, he might be in the exact same situation that Bonta is in. So there might be some actual change-ups going on if well, stuff well, doesn't work out. I, I hope our our European, you know, number three and number four can uh, can make it because uh, you know that that's nice to get a uh, you know transatlantic trip out of uh, playing randomizer. I know. So Absolutely. Awesome. I agree. Uh, yeah. Thumbs, you know, fingers crossed and everything. But uh, I just wanted to get that out there to the public in case, you know, things change up and suddenly the number three is a different person and everyone's like, hey, well, what's happening here? Yeah. So it's still fluid. Nothing's set in stone. But they have, uh, as of now, earned that. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, things could change, but that's, that's where it is. Exactly. Cool. Awesome. All right, let's move along. Uh, there was a recent announcement in the, speaking of uh, Speed Gaming Live, in, in that Discord for an ALTTP Variety Marathon uh, coming from Fiesel. This is going to be September 20th through the 21st. Um, they're hosting an ALTTP Marathon. Notice I didn't say ALTTPR, um, but there certainly will be a ton of randomizer content, I'm sure, during that marathon. Um, this is going to be linked to the past, you know, probably like NMG speed runs, um, maybe like some ROM hacks, maybe somebody will do like some parallel worlds or something like that. Oh God, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, I mean, that counts, you know, so it, it could be anything related to link to the past, uh, I'm sure, you know, maybe like reverse boss order, or, you know, there'll probably be somebody jumps up and does a major glitches and, you know, that's a good five minute filler. Um, so it, there, uh, that, that's going to be September 20th to the 21st. Uh, currently, right now, they're looking for uh, runs of ALTTP Vanilla, Randomizer, and ROM Hacks, all things ALTTP, particularly looking for modes slash categories slash hacks that are not commonly seen. Uh, Fiesel goes on to say, this is our chance to show off what a wide variety of things can be done with A Link to the Past. All proceeds from this marathon go towards making Speed Gaming Live happen. Wow. Um, so... Uh, yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, I, I, everybody go out there and get your uh, Parallel Worlds randomizer runs in. <laughs> so, so yeah, submissions are still open. Um, this episode is releasing on uh, today. For you listening to this, it is the 11th. Uh, they, uh, 
I think the cutoff is the 15th. So you have basically until the end of this weekend coming up to get some submissions in. If you have an idea of something you can you can do for that, um, you know, pitch in and, and get a little bit of exposure. It, it could be fun. And we'll definitely be looking forward to watching that uh, later on this month to um, see some, some, I'm sure, probably some cool randomizer stuff and, and just cool Link to the Past stuff in general. So very cool. Any Any final thoughts on that? No, it seems like a pretty cool thing. I hope it all goes well. I'm really not sure what kind of submissions he's already got, but I'm sure there'll be a variety of things to be shown off. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I want to see people speedrun the ROM hacks just because that's uh, got to be a, uh, a pretty masochistic endeavor and uh, massive uh, credit to the people who are trying to rub and, uh, and do those. There's got to be somebody that's got that up that can like work that run up. Yeah, <laughs> in the next couple weeks, I hope I would love to see it. Um, cool. All right. Uh, next thing we've got we've got here uh, the second annual something awful community tournament uh, actually is starting today. Um, so I'm not saying this to you know like what we just said. Go out and get your submissions in. This unfortunately is not like that. It's sort of a closed community kind of thing, and submissions have already wrapped. But I did just want to quickly mention it. I guess as sort of a uh, a shout out to our past because if you listen to our first episode really our first like six to seven episodes no, i think it was in, never like, ending jesus yeah it, it, <laughs> yeah we just kept on talking about because because uh axe and i were both in it yeah um, we were and... that was my first tournament i ever played in and uh i was like yeah small community tournaments do, do them make make yeah. your own and uh you know now we've got a lot of kind of small community tournaments out there we got the uh you know plando tournament we had kind of our tournament that they're definitely cropping up so this yeah. I don't know, as far as I know, this is, like, one of the first smaller, you know, closed, not closed, but, like, just not the public at large tournaments, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, and this is this is kind of cool also to tie in with the feature of our episode because there are uh, quite a few, both racers and mentors from our mentor tournament who are also participating. Um, I signed up to do it. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it again. Let's, oh, let's great. see. Let's see how I do one one year later. Yeah, um, I uh, I did not because um, <laughs> I and you both have heard this between um, job stuff because I got promoted and uh, wedding planning stuff and just general life stuff. I had I would have no time whatsoever to get my runs in, and I don't want to be that guy that everybody's like, yeah. So like, I don't want to you know not have a race, but like we can't find a time, and so I just I didn't yeah I didn't want to put that on anybody. Yeah, I've I've been pretty committed to at least one a week for for a pretty good while. And I feel comfortable with that. I think my one will just be the race. You know, I probably won't do as many like community seeds and things like that. Although that that could change, and we'll talk about that later. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to say I'm you know it's it's going again. This is this is an example of a, a community tournament kicking off into a second season, um, which we saw with the Plando tournament, which is in its second one, and. Uh, you know, obviously main tournaments, but yeah, it's, it's cool to see that it's, it's continuing to go on and I'll, I'll let you guys know how I'm doing. And if there's maybe like a way to watch, uh, you know, that, that could be cool too. We'll try to link something yep. like that if, if it's available. So, so short point is smaller communities out there. Keep doing these because, um, they, they seem to be catching on in popularity and, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's fun to, it's fun to race with people who you kind of interact with and know online. Um, you know, the bigger community tournaments, it's a lot of like, okay, it's me and 150 people. And, uh, you know, the names I might know, but I don't really know the people. 
Right. Yeah, you're kind of limited to your group, maybe, and like five people with you in your group, and that's, yeah. you know, about the only people that you'll have any real close contact with most of the time. Yeah, well, right. not to spoil our uh, our post-mortem, but we did see that in a lot of the, the groups that we had for our tournament, that the the folks in them became, you know, pretty pretty close and, you know, were encouraging each other, you know, and, and, uh, and following each other's races, so... You know, those community connections can really help uh, engage people and keep them interested and excited in a, uh, a competition. Yeah, well, there's like some nicknames of some of the groups. Um, like one of the groups we found out was comprised mostly of dads. So it's like, you know, the dad group. <laughs> so, yeah, just like you, you get stuff like that sometimes, uh, even in large tournaments. But, yeah, as you will hear in our feature, um, you know, there's more to being part of a community event like this than just the races you know there, there's a lot more that kind of goes on in the chatting in discord behind the scenes and uh you know can can lead to sometimes even bigger and better things so we'll we'll talk more about that um pretty soon pretty soon before too long we'll be talking about it so uh, any final thoughts on this no best of luck to all the participants and the organizers uh, i think the first one went over pretty well so i have high hopes for this one and of course good luck to you oh, yeah thank you Go out there and win it for the, the podcast, Tim. All right, I will. I, I promise to do my best. All our hopes are in you, Tim. <laughs> oh, the pressure. Oh, no. <laughs> um, okay. And the last thing that I wanted to talk about here before we get into our interviews and our feature, uh, you know, anytime, I've said this many times before, anytime a link to the past is mentioned in any sort of media, I think that's worthy of a, a mention on our podcast. And it was announced during the... Nintendo Direct that was last week, last Wednesday, which would have been September 4th. Fourth? Yeah. Yep. Um, it was announced that on the Switch, they are opening up their online play. It used to be there were some uh, N- Nintendo Entertainment System games you could play, like Legend of Zelda. Um, they have now added a Super Nintendo component to that for people who are uh, you know pay for the online subscription for Switch. And one of the games included is Link to the Past. So... If you want to play Link to the Past on your Switch, uh, just get a monthly Switch subscription, and you can. So that that's kind of cool. You can you can play Link to the Past on the go now. Yeah, do definitely. You can do want... your NMG runs, you know, on in the airport, you know, uh, on the train. Gonna gonna have to bust some bubbles here because I'm pretty sure, unfortunately, that ROM that you'll be playing on there is probably going to be a 1.2 version. So oh, say no, goodbye to spin speed. Right. Say goodbye to all the other oh. fun glitches. Yeah. So yeah. Nintendo put up 1.0 Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> the people demand it. The the outdated version that's not in the language that, yeah. that the, this country speaks. Send us that. <laughs> to be no, fair, just, yeah. just take 1.0 and translate it. And do nothing else. <laughs> yeah. What were we gonna say, Harf? Uh, I was gonna say the version of Puyo Puyo they released, at least in the European uh, Super Nintendo online thing, is the Japanese version because the game never came out anywhere else. Oh. Oh. Is it translated? No, it not at all. It's just a bunch of oh, Japanese wow. menus, and I'm like, uh, I'm not <laughs> sure what I have to press here. That's weird. Yeah, but um, yeah, I don't know. Nintendo, please uh, listen to our cries and uh, you know put out the versions of the ROMs that everybody speed runs. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, because you were asking, you know. Uh, when when we when this was announced and we were talking about it, uh, you were like, "Yeah, I wonder when someone will be able to make this randomized, like essentially like port 
randomizer to Switch, so you could, you know, theoretically play that anywhere and, and on your Switch, yeah, and which, that would, could be, which would be awesome. That could be know? hard, because I would imagine at that point you need to, uh, you know, jailbreak and homebrew into your Switch. Yeah, and, as far uh, as I'm aware, yeah. you could, or you you were already able to put, you know, an emulator and theoretically the randomizer on your Switch if you started to whatever, jailbreak it or hack it or mm-hmm. homebrew it, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. I mean, and, but uh, this Switch this game home... being available doesn't help with that at all. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. Switch, and Switch Home, as, as someone who has, uh, full disclosure, homebrewed my, my Wii, my Wii U, and my 3DS, uh, Switch Homebrewing is a whole different beast because the other ones you could do, and like as long as you weren't you know pirating games, Nintendo really didn't care. Uh, with the Switch, they are way stricter, like, to the point that if they they can tell if you've homebrewed, and if they ever see you pop up online with it, they will ban your console for forever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, it's not nearly as popular, because A, it requires an actual, like, hardware hack to do, and B, uh, Nintendo is uh, less friendly to it than they were in the past. Yeah, I've never messed with, with any of that kind of stuff. I did just so I could back up my uh, my Smash Brothers saves. <laughs> okay, that's that's understandable. Um, okay, cool. Well, that was the last little bit of news that I had. I guess we are about ready to, um, for the final time in a while, uh, talk about the Go Mode Podcast Mentor Tournament. Starting off, of course, with uh, some interviews with our winners and our most experienced mentors. Um, so let's go ahead and get into that. Next up, I am super excited to introduce two of our guests, uh, the winner of the Go Mode Podcast Mentor Tournament, Bum Rush Blitz. Hello. Yay. Yay. And Bum Rush Blitz's mentor for the finals and also a a few other bracket races, we have Dante. Yo, how's it going? Hey, Dante. Yay. So, first of all, uh, the most gigantic of GGs to both of you for <laughs> winning this thing. This was a three-month-long endeavor. Uh, Bum Rush Blitz, you know, coming out of Group C, uh, just absolutely tearing your way through the bracket. Um, incre- incredible. And uh, so, so glad to have both of you on. And it wasn't initially the plan to have the mentor of the winner on, but Dante was such an instrumental part, I think, of... Uh, first of all, helping to run the tournament, uh, but also, you know, being a, a, a longtime mentor for Bum Rush Blitz, we we wanted to talk to both of you. So let's start with Bum Rush Blitz. Maybe you could start by giving us a little bit of, a, you know, your history with Rando, how you kind of got into the tournament. Um, just sort of set things up for us, if you would, please. Um, well, a few years back, I can't remember what version it was, but I, that's when I actually started, like, watching Link to the Past a lot. Like, I would watch, like, a lot of races on speed gaming and various other places um and i think i had played i tried playing a run and it didn't turn out well at all <laughs> um mm-hmm. and so i just continued watching and then um recently like within the past well, i guess less recently now but like within the past like eight months i started playing again and i um i wanted to try and learn how to get better so i started listening to you guys within like two of the episodes that i had listened to um, you guys were throwing a tournament for newbies, so I was like, "Oh, that's a perfect place to see if I can learn anything." And and then here we are. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. 
That's awesome. Um, so, uh, what do you remember? Like, what episode it was that you that you got into? Was it like you just listened to the most recent one, and we were like, tournaments are uh, registrations open? I think I had, I listened to the most recent one, and then I went back and listened to all the ones from the beginning because I liked it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then um, when I caught up, uh, that's when you guys were mentioning the tournament. Um, I think it might have been like the second time you mentioned it because you were still like figuring everything out. Mm-hmm. I don't remember that's what episode, though. <laughs> cool. Well, that's awesome. Well, first of all, I'm super flattered that, you know, we helped you to, to get better. Uh, let's let's talk a little bit about that, because one of the main purposes of the mentor tournament was to develop uh, less experienced players. So can you talk a little bit about kind of maybe where you were when you started and where you are now in terms of uh, routing and execution and things like that? Um, well, I, I route everything a lot better. I execute everything a lot better, too. Um from the first match, I had um, Sir Link a lot seven seven seven, and yeah. he like the way he explained um, like routing to me like helped me figure out what to do better because like before I was just like oh I have the bow I can go do Eastern but now I'm like oh well I have these other things this is like further in logic I can go there and he helped uh, having a lot of mentors helped me figure out different ways of play which was really awesome. That's cool. And it's cool to hear you say that, too, because um, we're going to go over some, uh, you know, feedback that we got from, well, you and, and Dante and, and many others who participated in the tournament. And we'll, we'll hear the other side of that uh, quite a bit from, from a lot of people um, <laughs> when we're sort of talking about one mentor to racer versus having many. Um, so, so you're hearing here now, folks, that the, the winner of the tournament very much appreciated having multiple mentors. So just keep that in mind, you know, as, as we're talking about those things, because I think it, it, that is one of the main reasons that we did that is so that different raisers could get exposure to different mentors and hear different opinions and kind of decide what, you know, pick and choose kind of the things from each one that, that works from them. So um, I'm super happy to hear that that was, that was kind of, you know, the case for you. Um, so uh, in, in terms of like, you know, improving your game, would you say that it was just from having played a lot and from the execution or really kind of more thinking about the game differently that sort of got you to that point? Uh, I mean, it is, it, it's partially both. Um, I think thinking about the game differently earlier on is what helped me learn more. But then later on, like once I had Dante as the mentor, he helped me with like specific things like, oh, you need to practice uh the argus fight or you need to practice this and you know once i had like a general idea of what i should be like how i should be playing um going to dante helped me fix like my execution errors a lot more and uh you know the smaller stuff to save time Mm -hmm. um so uh herf and axial what sort of questions do you have for our winner well i think personally you covered most of the questions that i originally had um, I'm trying to come up with some more stuff, but I think the, the one that interested me the most was uh, the one that uh, BRB already answered about the different mentors, because mm-hmm. I, I remember we had a lot of discussion going on uh, when we were still, you know, figuring out how we want to run this, where we thought, or especially me, I thought it would be, you know, more interesting maybe to have a mentor always paired with a runner just because then you can kind of tell a story throughout the whole tournament when you start out with someone and then you make it all the way to the finals with your mentor and then eventually you win the tournament with your mentor. That, you know, sounded to me like it would be a good story to tell in a tournament. 
But mm-hmm. now, in hindsight, that I think about it, and now that I hear what BRB said and what he wrote in the feedback form, uh, I think it's pretty good because as a runner who's trying to learn stuff, you get an insight into many different ways of approaching a seed. And really all I can do for you is make you better as a runner and, you know, for your routing and your decision making. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. Now let's shift over to Dante. So uh, oh, obviously. I, I had a question too. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Axel. Go ahead. <laughs> um, that was so rude of me. Go ahead. <laughs> no, it's, it's totally fine. Um, so BRB, obviously, um, you know, you've improved a lot. You've, uh, you know, had a, had a good run here. How do you see kind of what you've you've picked up here being helpful as you go forward? And you know, are you thinking about uh, you know doing any other uh, tournaments as a result of uh, your success here? Um. Oh yeah, for sure. Because I mean, my first race was the like my first race in in general was the first race at this tournament. Um, and now that I've kind of got this far, I've learned all this stuff. I do really want to play against more people and maybe like i know there's the fall tournament coming up soon i think if mm-hmm. i, I kind of want to try and go for that to see how it goes yeah. even yeah, if you should even if i can't win i can see you know how well i do against other people <laughs> nice yeah absolutely i mean hey there's no no harm in trying you know yeah get in there cool okay so now let's shift over to dante uh so you obviously uh were you know a mentor for bum rush blitz especially at the end there um, but you put in quite a few uh, sessions as a mentor throughout this tournament. Isn't that correct? Yeah, uh, I believe I was trying to tally it up earlier this morning. And I want to say it was something about like either seven or eight races total that I did um, amongst like three different runners. Cool. I think um, that yeah, matches the spreadsheet I put together. Yeah, no that that sounds that sounds right. So, um, and I'm sorry, I need to back up a little bit before we get into that. Um, we've we've actually talked a little bit about Dante before in in the past. Um, we we kind of shown a spotlight on Dante because he uh, had the idea to play Link to the Past randomizer with two DDR pads as his controller. <laughs> um, so I am insanely curious to hear just a little bit about like who is Dante? Like what? <laughs> like tell tell us about how you got into Rando and and you know some other communities and things like that you're involved with uh so with rando i think i started playing specifically linked to the past randomizer um 2018 february and uh i i didn't think about really racing it to begin with it was more of like all right let me just see if i can beat the puzzle and then when i beat my first seed i you know instantly was hooked kind of like everybody else that plays rando you know like that seems mm-hmm. to be the trend um But, you know, before that, you know, and still currently, I I am involved uh, in competitive arcade Dance Dance Revolution. You know, me and other people, we travel and do tournaments throughout, you know, the U.S. and so on and so forth. And some people, I haven't had this opportunity myself. You know, there's there's a world championships in Japan, and people who qualify for that, they actually fly out and go to that as well. So it's a a smaller, like, esports community, if you want to call it that, but... Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's niche, but it, it's cool. That is super cool. Yeah. The website Polygon, I think actually covered, um, an American going out to Japan and, and participating in that tournament. It's, it seems absolutely wild. I'll, I'll try to link that in the description if I can, but I also, I just love to hear about other, you know, we're a small video game community and that's another video game community, maybe not even small, but it's just cool. kind of cool to hear about, you know, these other, you know, just like random kind of collections of people around, around different games like this. 
Um, so, so to go back to, I guess, kind of what we were talking about before, um, you know, mentoring uh, multiple racers, what, what was that like, you know, dealing with one racer and then another one? Did you find you had to make a lot of changes or did you kind of stay consistent in, in how you, you instructed? Well, with my first race, I really kind of had no idea what, what I was doing <laughs> as a mentor. <laughs> it, was, it was one of those things of, okay, I'm not going to make them play my game. This is their game to play and I'm there to assist. So I, I tried to think of myself more as like an assistant rather than like a co-pilot, if you will, rather mm -hmm. than, you know, the person driving them. Um, you know, I started with Keg in the closet and I think we did four, four races together. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And I think he was at a group D. You, you kind of get a feel when you work with someone uh, the you know, for multiple races of what they're comfortable uh, with doing and with you saying to them. And, you know, vice versa. Um, we, uh, I had the opportunity to do one race with Bungie to the Tree. And I really hate that that was in the loser section of the, the groups because there was some things that I kind of jotted some notes that I felt like, you know, we could work on um, and improve on for the next race. But unfortunately, with him losing that one, that was, you know, the end of his run. But, uh, but obviously, we, we talked about it afterwards, and he could use that to build going forward. Um, yeah. And, I was really nervous coming in with Bum Rush Blitz. So, and the reason being is, okay, this was what semifinals, and you know, at that point, it's like, okay, this this guy knows what he's doing as far as this tournament goes, because he's he's made it this far. So he got out of groups. He's winning these best of ones, and I was kind of there just to facilitate in my mind. It wasn't more of a, you know, what can I help him with because. He know he's got a, a, a strategy, I guess, if you want to put it that way, that just works. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and this is probably another good time to mention. I actually mentored Bum Rush Blitz at one point during the tournament as well, so I, I sort of have some firsthand experience into kind of what you're talking about. And um, you know, BRB is is very talented and was you know I found to be very open to suggestions. And I you said co-pilot, and I like yeah, that was exactly how I felt too. It wasn't like I was providing you know, the information because I knew it and he didn't. It was more like, I'm not playing right now and I can focus on thinking about these things and kind of let him focus on his execution and we can kind of, you know, at times that aren't so uh, important to focus on, think a little bit more about, okay, where are we going to go next? What checks are we going to make? Um, so I, I found that to be really, uh, you know, an effective kind of way of, of looking at it too. Um, and again, you know, shout outs to you, BRB, for, you know, being able to, uh, take you know take that kind of uh, instruction and and also you know be able to focus on that execution and, and get it done in the end it was, it was very cool um um so just a few more questions here um can you got either uh you brb or dante can you recall any of maybe kind of like the situations or conversations that you had during some of these races uh you know <laughs> like in like as as the tournament was going on like during a race in particular yeah, or before, I guess. Yeah, either um, one. Well, I do remember the uh, Galaxy Brain Pedestal seed. <laughs> That's <laughs> probably the most memorable one I've had so far. Yeah, that that, that was, was incredible. That was a blind pull. Yeah, and we actually uh, were able to restream and capture that one, so if you want to go back and watch it, check out our YouTube channel. And uh, I think that was semifinals, or was that finals? That was finals. Uh, that was yeah. Oh, yeah, it was first, yeah, first, first match, match finals, yeah. It was incredible. Yeah, so go check that I, out. If I, you I remember calling it and being like, I, I, I have no idea what's going on here. This is crazy. 
Yeah, and we actually, if you want to hear kind of a uh, additional content, if you go to that YouTube race and go to the end of it, we have a uh, after race interview, um, and you can hear us kind of talk a little bit more about that. So, yeah, yeah that one had me so nervous the, the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> it had it us was, nervous watching his commentators. Yeah, it was bonkers. Um, cool. Okay, and then we sort of—I have one more question here. Um, we sort of touched on already, but kind of the the uh, and either of you can sort of chime in on this. Uh, I think the main thing we're going to be looking at when and if we do another one of these is how to look at pairing up the mentors in a way that's more effective and efficient and helpful for the racers. So um, having kind of stuck with one another near the end, but also having experienced other mentors, what are, what are your guys' thoughts on this? Um, you know, on where, where do you guys fall on this? What do you think? Um, it's hard to say exactly because I... I like having the multiple mentors, especially, like I was saying before, I liked learning how different people play, and so that helps me learn how I want to play and which, you know, direction I want to go with. But I also understand sticking with one mentor, because you kind of get more used to them, and you can ask them questions of how to get better and what they're, you're doing wrong, but when you have one mentor, you have so limited of a time with them, usually, you know? So it's... It's hard to say exactly which is better. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Understandable. I mean, we went back and forth on it, too. So. A lot, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's definitely one of those things where, you know, when you announced this and I said, yeah, I'll sign up to be a mentor, I, I was envisioning kind of what Herf was saying a little while ago, where you, you pair up with someone and then you, you know, go throughout the whole tournament with them and then it's a big party team celebration, you know, whoever wins. Um, but at the same time, Working with multiple people, it, it, it helped me develop as far as being able to help bum rush down the stretch, you know, working with, you know, Keg and Bungie beforehand because, you know, once you start with one person, then you kind of get into a comfort zone and you it, it helps you improve as far as a player and a runner, I think, as, uh, you know, being working with different folks because, mm -hmm. you know, there's there's kind of a mixed bag of tricks there, if you will. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, okay, any sort of this, this is how we're going to wrap this up. Do you, does anyone sort of have any final thoughts they'd like to impart about uh, just this entire experience? Just kind of anything. This is your chance to, to speak your mind. I had a blast. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah, this was awesome to do. Um, I mean, I know I kind of helped, you know, facilitate a little bit, you know, behind the scenes, but, you know, there's there's not a lot I would change about how this tournament ran, um, given that it was for that whole learning experience for newer players. It was, I, I think, as successful as it could be, especially for like a first endeavor. Um, mm -hmm. But you know, just seeing the the willingness from all the runners to really you know kind of go home, do homework post race, especially Bum Rush. I mean, I'm kind of hyping him up here, but you know. There was a time, you know, after the semifinal race, I said, we, well, we could work on this, work on that, like these small tricks, tricks that I didn't think I'd ever be telling anybody in the mentor tournament, if I'm being honest. Mm -hmm. um, and that's not a slight against anybody. That's just kind of, you know, because I was thinking, you know, very new players here. Because um, of their complexity. Right. And gotcha. I, I kind of mentioned some things in passing to, to Bum Rush, and then we got to finals, and just watching him kind of warm up, I was like, this guy is on a whole nother level already. Um, mm -hmm. and, and so like bum rushes willingness. And I know other players that I didn't work with did this exact same thing. 
you know, not, you know, on the go mode podcast, uh, Twitch channel, not on a restream. They put in work, they practiced, they practiced routing, they practiced execution. So you, you can't teach execution really on the fly, uh, on a race, in my opinion. So that is something that obviously has to be, you know, kind of practiced on your own time. Yeah. Uh, what about you guys, Af- uh, Axe and Herf, any final thoughts? Uh, I do have a question for Dante, just because I'm curious as far as the mentoring goes. Uh, I was wondering if you recall the situation that might have happened without trying to throw anyone under the bus or anything, but where you had like a strategy or a thing in mind where things should be headed, but it turned out it wasn't possible because the execution from the runner just wasn't there. Like as a as a stupid example, you were thinking, "Hey, let's go to IP and do the IP bomb jump," and the person was like, "Sorry, I have no idea how to do that bomb jump. We'll have to think of something else." I think. I think early on, there was one race where we had. I want to say it was with Keg. I could be wrong. Um, there was a scenario where we got an early, er, fire rod. You know, it wasn't like super early, but. Uh, and I was thinking, we had a sword, and I was like, you know, Skull Woods is completable, and I know there's only two items, but this would be the time to do it. Um, and if I remember correctly, it was a scenario where it was like, I'm really at six hearts in green mill. I don't really feel comfortable doing it, and there's no safeties to be had right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was like, okay, well, let's let's kind of work around that. And I think we, we did some overworld checks. They were a little out of the way. I don't really think it cost us any time overall. Uh you know, as far as against the other person, but it, uh, it definitely, I, I, if I remember right, there was like some progression in Skull Woods and then just beating it, it was, you know, you don't have to come back to that area. It's so far out of the way. Um, when you, when you head up that way one time just to check an item and then, you know, head on out to come back and beat it later. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it, it's challenging when that type of scenario comes up because, you know, I'll risk it, uh, if I'm playing, but that's, that's my mm-hmm. seed. That's my race. Yeah. So at that point, I said, okay, well, let's, let's work around it. So I started thinking of other options like, you know, I'm, I'm using a map tracker while I'm helping these guys. So my thought was, let's move everything away from that. Let's pretend that's not lit up green. <laughs> let's mm-hmm. pretend it's just not even there. So, you know, we did some things around it and then we, we found some help. And then, you know, that made them feel a little more comfortable. And, you know, we, we, we headed on up there. Cool. Awesome. Axe, any final thoughts? You know, I think uh, one thing I wanted to uh, to kind of ask you, Dante, is in terms of uh, you know for the next, you know, if there is a next uh, mentor tournament, uh, if people are thinking about, oh, should I sign up as a racer or a mentor or not even do it, you know, what kind of skills do you think the mentors need to have to be effective? Well, I guess basic execution skills, um, routing skills, it's, you don't really have to be a top tier player in my mind to be able to successfully mentor somebody because just sometimes having that extra set of eyes on like a tracker, a map tracker, or just someone else kind of thinking through the progression and maybe the way the seed is leading, um, can be super beneficial. And I know we, we, you guys had a couple races where I think, uh, some racers actually lended a hand in mentoring and, um, yeah, that's right. Yep. The, the uh, feed- I think it was two races and mm-hmm. the feedback on that, from what I saw people talking about in discord, 
no one was really upset by that. I mean, and not the saying that that's how we should do it, you know, if you do another one, you know, because obviously we want to keep, you know, the mentors and the racers separate. But at the same time, just it, it's almost like playing co-op, just no one in particular. It's like, well, let's see. So it's like playing co-op, but both people aren't playing the seed, if you will. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of just watching it rather than going through and trying, you know, it's like, okay, well, hey, I found this in Eastern Palace while you're in, you know, Desert Palace, you know, that that's how you mostly see co-ops go, but it, it's like a new spin on co-op in my mind, you know, like like I was saying earlier about the co-pilot thing. Yeah. 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 Cool. All right. Well, Bum Rush Blitz and Dante, thank you so much to both of you for taking the time to join us, and again, congratulations on winning the first Go Mode Podcast Mentor Tournament. Yeah, thanks, and thanks for setting this all up for us. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. <laughs> We're Absolutely. glad you enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And and hey, we'll see you both around the Discord, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, for sure. Most definitely. All right, sounds good. Pardon the interruption, everyone, but it's Tuesday, Tim, breaking in real quick. I'm a dang dolt, and I forgot to ask our guests to share some links with us. So here they are, and of course, you can find these in the episode description as well. As always, Bum Rush Blitz is on Twitch at twitch.tv slash bumrushblitzgaming, all spelled just how it sounds. He's also on Twitter at bumrushblitz. And I'm also going to link up his YouTube where he says occasionally he he and his friends upload gaming videos, so be sure to check that out. And Dante can be found at twitch.tv slash d-a-a-a-n-t-y. That's Dante with three A's. And you can follow him on Twitter at D-A-A-A-N-T-Y. All right, so now we can move on to our interview with Cassidy Moen. And should I do the sound effect here? Uh, I'll just I'll just play it under I'll just play it under what I'm saying right now. Yeah, it works. Cool. Alright, here we go. Our next guest uh, is the person that mentored not only the most in the go mode podcast mentor tournament but also had the most uh successful mentors i guess their their racer won the most um and that person is cassidy moen and and they are joining us here cassidy how are you doing i'm good how are you doing great so first of all uh gg congratulations uh you know congratulations for sure but i almost feel like i should just be thanking you for for stepping in as, as many times as you did and allowing our runners to have the experience that we promised them which was that they would be able to race and have a, a mentor helping them out and that wasn't always easy to do but it you know thanks to uh, folks like you, you know, who would step in and, and offer those services up and take the time to walk them through. Uh, it was, you know, we were able to um, su- successfully complete this tournament. So uh, congratulations, but also just thank you so much for, for everything you provided for the tournament. Yeah, thanks. No problem. So uh, let's start off with, I'd like to know a little bit more about Cassidy Moen. If you could kind of tell us how you came to discover Rando and, um, you know, like maybe what it is you like about it. Just give us kind of a Rando background for you, if you would. Sure. So uh, I think I started playing it sometime in 2016. Um, Wow. I just discovered Twitch. Or like I knew of it, but then, uh, so like I started watching it and... uh, of course, like, you know, one of the first things is like, uh, well, what game am I going to watch? So that's kind of how I discovered Rando. Um, just, uh, 2016, it's early. Yeah, it's, it's 
It's like right at the start. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a while ago. But, uh, so yeah, it's like, you know, it's this game that I kind of like. I wasn't a huge fan, I'd say, but uh, it was just kind of interesting. Like, oh, like, randomizer, what's that, you know? And then you see, like, all the items are shuffled around. And, uh, I mean, you kind of see the appeal right away, you know, just, like, how the game is designed and how well it works. Um, so, yeah, I started playing yeah. it. Um, and I think, uh, like, the first version I played was, uh, there used to be, like, uh, an executable on Windows that was, like, ALTTP randomizer. Like, you ran it on your computer, like, not on the website. And, uh, so the first thing I did was find that, and that was, like, a really old version. But then, uh, then I found the web version, I started playing that. Um, and when I started playing, uh, I never, like, unlike a lot of people, I think, I never really thought about, like, how fast I was going, or, like, it never occurred to me that people would race uh, the randomizer, you know? But then, mm-hmm. uh, later I found, uh, somehow I stumbled onto speed gaming, I saw some of those races, and, uh, that's kind of how I got into racing, and it's kind of like, uh, well, I watched the fall 2017 tournament, I think, and it's fun to watch, like, it's fun to play, and it's fun to watch, um, and just the appeal of, like, you know, it's a fun game. Like, I played probably, like, 100 seeds before I ever thought about, like, hey, I could be doing this faster. But, um, like, it's not just yeah. fun to play, but it's, like, fun to think about. Uh, kind of like when, you know, Korak talked about this, I think, when he was on. Just, like, it's really, like, fun just to, like, think about and, like, strategize and, like, you know, how could I be doing this better or, like, how could I be, like optimizing my routing or whatever like to gain an advantage it really is and and that actually brings me to something that i wanted to bring up uh there was a discord server that i remember you started um a little while ago that the the whole purpose of it not unlike you know the go mode server in a lot of ways is to just talk about improvement and getting better at the game so it's clear that you know thinking about it and looking at ways to improve it and optimize and maximize it is something that's been you know important to you for for a long time yeah i did i started that like around the time of uh i think before the fall 2018 qualifiers um just like to kind of talk strategy, you know, like, just like you said, like, and learn, but, um, more like on an intermediate level, I think, because there's so many resources in the discord that are like, uh, you know, if you got stuck, here's what you do, or like, just like beginner stuff, kind of, um, just to get you like through a seed. And there's not as much that's like more like, okay, now I can, uh, I'm not getting stumped and I'm not like dying a ton and like, you know, then what do I do? You know, um, mm-hmm. it's kind of like another big question, you know, like, uh, basically kind of like what the mentor tournament was supposed to address, like, uh, you know, how do I actually like improve and practice and that kind of thing? Yeah, that's a perfect pivot to talking about the mentor <laughs> tournament. So in, you know, uh, as we've said, you, you mentored more games anyway. I think it was 10 by the time we got to the end. Um, so what was what was the experience like for you? You know, you, you mentored a lot of different kinds of people. Uh, walk us through a typical mentoring uh, experience for you. Um, well, 
Uh, usually I try to like reach out a little bit before the race <clears throat> and just ask like, uh, just like what are some, well, I looked, you know, there was that sheet where, uh, the runners filled out like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, basically where they're at, like what they're comfortable with, that kind of thing. But, uh, I just try to reach out and be like, uh, you know, Hey, is there anything you want to go over anything you want to like talk about? And then, uh, when we raced, it kind of depend, kind of depended on the runner. Like uh, some I was more like hands on with, some I was more like <clears throat> just trying to like check in and uh, be like, okay, well we got this. Like, what are you thinking now? And then like hear what they were thinking and kind of weigh in. Um, like with Amareth, who was uh, the runner you mentioned, who I uh, mentored the most, that was a lot more hands off. Like just. Uh, just kind of like giving advice and like maybe like if there was some room or something where they could improve, I'd be like, Oh, you know, like there's something you can do like there, you can like do this boss differently. Um, and I just kind of give advice and they'd take it or not. Um, Amrith is uh, in our group a too. So came in with a lot of uh, prior knowledge of the game. Yeah. And I tried to like take into account, like I said, like where they're at, um, try to like, you know, if they, maybe if they were a little less experienced, just be like, you know, Hey, like, well, we can do say like skull was in thieves town now, but maybe we could, uh, you know, take like a little bit more of the scenic route just to find some more hearts or something like that. You know, mm-hmm. I want to pass the proverbial mic over to my co-host. Do you guys have any questions for Cassidy as we kind of have discussed, you know, the, the process of mentoring and mm-hmm. the process of the tournament, anything like that? Yeah, I, uh, I kind of want to ask Cassidy the same question that I asked Dante yesterday as a mentor, uh, but I guess you've sort of addressed this already with what you just said, but um, I asked Dante as well. So did you run into any situations during your mentoring where you had something specific in mind, a boss strategy or a bomb jump or something like that, and then the runner turned out to, you know, maybe not be there? be like well i'm i don't know how to do that bomb jump or i don't know how to do that dark room and you had to change like what you had in mind originally um one thing that comes to mind is uh i think the kern jump uh we Mm -hmm. were they were going like north through the dark world and i'm like oh well this is a good time to check catfish um we could do the kern jump uh they didn't know just for our listeners explain what the current jump is oh yeah right so that's like uh basically on the screen above the broken bridge um trying to think like a good way to explain where it's at it's like kind of where the bridge is north of the pyramid yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so normally you'd go from uh east to west with hook shot and you need the flippers to go from west to east but uh basically there's a bomb jump you can do where uh if you time it right, the, you can jump off a ledge into the river, and then the bomb knocks you into a screen transition, and you can fake flipper. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, named after uh, Kern, who was also a mentor um, in this tournament, and uh, something we'll probably dive into in more detail, I would imagine, uh, one, one of these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so that was one of the situations that you recall right off the bat. Yeah. Uh, it definitely happened a few times. Um, nothing really comes to mind. Like, well, sometimes I'd be like, uh, 
you know, we'd be going to fight, like, Vitreus, and I'd be like, oh, do you know, you have a tempered sword, but not silver, is like, do you know the NMG strat? Uh, stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, okay, that's that's fair. All right, uh, X. Yeah, so I'm going to ask the uh, same question that I asked uh, Dante, which was, um, you know, for a mentor, somebody who, uh, you know, is obviously kind of co-piloting the seed, uh, what are the, the skills and kind of background that somebody would need to have, you know, in the event that we did this tournament again, and there's folks out there thinking like, oh, well, maybe I don't want to run, but maybe I, I could mentor, but I just don't know if I'm qualified. I'd definitely recommend it. Like, uh, one thing I'd say is, like, just because I had the most wins definitely doesn't mean I was the best mentor. Um, Because kind of like you mentioned, I think it was just more a product of volunteering uh, and kind of getting lucky, especially with Amrith. And, uh, I mean... Yeah. I can definitely relate to that. You know, like, we we are super appreciative, but we we did kind of talk about that a little bit when we spoke with Bumrush Blitz and Dante. It's almost like, you know, you really kind of act as a co-pilot. It's not so much that, like, you know a whole lot more than them. It's just that it's nice to have someone else on your team while you're running kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think you can help a lot, too, like, just uh, kind of being detached from the run, like, just, just being, like, another set of eyes and not being, like in it you know what i mean like yeah you can help a lot even if you're not you know the best runner yeah awesome well uh, uh we'll, we'll go ahead and wrap this up here but does anyone here have any uh, final thoughts before we move on to our final segment i just again thank you so much for uh you know participating so much and uh you know being a, a great help during the uh, the tournament and we uh, we really want to give you a, a big thank you and thumbs up um if uh, if folks want to want uh, want to watch you uh, play, where should they uh, check you out? Uh, yeah, you can watch on uh, twitch.tv slash Cassidy Moen. Awesome. And that um, Rando201, is that something you might want us to link, or is that something you're not really doing anymore? I can leave this in or not, kind of depending on how you feel about it. Uh, yeah, you can if you'd like. Uh, it's not super active anymore, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think it'd be good. I'll link to it. it might be good to get some interest uh, drummed up in there. And um, yeah, I just didn't know if you wanted an extra Discord to check on. I know that can be <laughs> annoying sometimes. So cool. All right. Well, Cassidy, again, thank you so much for your time. And uh, yeah, we really appreciate it. All right. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. Okay, so the final portion of this episode, uh, I guess sort of the official feature, if you will, is going to be us diving into some of this feedback that we got from the Go Mode Podcast Mentor Tournament feedback form. This was something that I posted, what day was it? It was uh, on the 29th of August and uh, gave anyone who wanted to fill it out, uh, racers, mentors, volunteers, viewers even, Um, an opportunity to fill that out so that uh, we could just kind of hear how people were feeling. And I put out a version where you could put your name and a version that was anonymous. And um, pretty much everybody used the name form. One person used the anonymous, but if I'm being completely honest, it didn't seem like it needed to be anonymous. It was was pretty innocuous. So I think they might have just accidentally clicked along the wrong form. So um, with that, uh, I took some time to go through people's uh, responses to some of the questions we asked, which, you know, were, were pretty predictable. Like, um, 
how do you feel that you've improved? What were things you liked? What were things you didn't like? Also asked if people wanted to shout anybody out, you know, for going above and beyond. Um, and so I compiled the uh, information and kind of summarized a little bit. And I thought, you know, we all, the, the three of us could go over what we read and uh, talk about it a little bit and uh, see how we might change a theoretical Go Mode podcast mentor tournament second season if we were to have one. And then maybe at the very end, we can talk a little bit about that. Um, mm-hmm. So, all right, let's let's dive in. So, um, I, I want to first start with just a blanket statement. There were a lot of people that were so super sweet and nice and just really complimentary of, you know, us as hosts and volunteers um, and just, you know, the other people in the community and just like generally very, very positive. And I super appreciate that. I don't want to just keep like saying that over and over um, because like it, it makes me blush a little bit. Uh, so instead I just wanted to blanket say thank you guys so much for the kind words I'm really glad everybody had a great time um, this we're gonna focus a little more on the negatives I guess probably on this because it's a little mm. more interesting to do that um, but you know I don't want people to think that all we got was a bunch of negative there were there were a lot of people that were very nice and, and we really appreciate that um, so that being said let's I guess let's start with some of these shout outs um, I don't mean to start with like a humble brag right away but I did receive the most shout outs uh, but it's <laughs> I think it's only because I was just around all the time yeah at, at all times and Probably. and honestly I can pivot this even to something that needs to be improved which is like I didn't do that because like I'm a control freak and I need to do it a lot of times I was just like the only one available and I just, you know, would, would go ahead and handle whatever the situation was. Yeah. I think in, yeah, in the future I need to be better about delegating for sure. Yeah. Like, like one of the, uh, the issues for me at least was just, I was at work a lot. <laughs> right. Of course. Yeah. And everyone's super busy and not to say I'm not at work. I just, you know, feel differently about <laughs> being able to sneak away from work for a second than I know a lot of people do. Um, so I would just handle a lot of things a lot of the time. And, uh, yeah, I mean, and, and it's also just because I didn't want, you know, this thing that's associated with us and our name to, I didn't want it to go poorly. So in, in any case that I could, I tried to step in and, and do whatever needed to be done. Um, yeah. yeah. Like I feel the one big thing I did was handle the, probably the one like negative thing that, uh, that happened, which I don't know how much we want to get into for the public's eyes. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I guess we'll all we'll say about this, just so you know, people know what happened. Is we did have a runner who uh, had a little bit of an issue with their race, and uh, we did everything in our power to try to work with them, and they were being sort of belligerent, and so we we had to ask them to uh, leave leave the Discord, leave the tournament. It is what it is. Um, I, you know, I was I expect kind of expected at least one thing like that to happen. It's, it, it honestly is fine. It's not a big deal. We, we got through it, and it's, it's, it hasn't really been anything since then, so I'd rather not even dwell on it. But just so people know, I mean, even even when it got really bad, like, I, I felt like we handled it pretty well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I wanted to – I did want to shout out some of these people who received multiple shout-outs just because, you know, this is not us saying that you did great, even though we do think that. It's other people saying you did, and I think that's important. Um, Dante received quite a few shout outs for being a volunteer and being very visible in the community, uh, being a good mentor. Also, Frostbite3030, uh, Lek Tansy, Cassidy Moen, Vash1978 did a lot of restreams, as well as Elias5891, also a racer. Amareth, who stepped into mentor one time and was also a racer. 
SAGTG, who did a lot of, uh, you know, behind the scenes uh, helping with answering questions and things, and Thelaine uh, for really going above and beyond and helping out racers, you know, even several hours before their race to, like, do some practice sessions and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, just uh, shout-outs to those people. Um, you know, Frostbite3030 was a great mentor. It was also very visible, like Tansy, a, a racer, but also very present in the Discord and, and also helping out with mentor videos and things like that. And, of course, we know Cassidy, um, you know, mentored a lot. So makes sense to hear those people are getting shout-outs. I was also surprised, in addition to those people who received multiple shout-outs, there were another, like, 12 to 15 people who received, you know, individual shout-outs. Actually, more than that, probably about 20 more. So there was a lot of just love spread around, which is awesome. You know, a lot of people being recognized for the hard work that they're doing and, you know, the friendships that have been formed. So that's that's been super cool. Um, so yeah, like I promised before enough with the, the gushy stuff, let's, <laughs> let's get on to the issues. Um, or actually I should give you guys an opportunity. Did you have any final thoughts on the, the shout outs and, and that portion? No, not really. I mean, shout outs, as you've already said multiple times, shout outs to everyone who helped us out and who stepped up to mentor shout outs to the runners who put in there everything. It's, uh, it couldn't have worked without them. But, uh, other than that, I think we, we covered it pretty well. Yeah. Okay, uh, Axe, are you are you on mute? Maybe. No, I just don't have anything oh, to say. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay I, was, I was like, I, uh, I could see that happening. Yep, not trying to okay. talk unnecessarily. So. Oh, okay, cool, cool. All right, so the biggest issue, and this is no surprise whatsoever, we had at least seven mentions of uh, some form of you know having to figure out a better way to get mentors scheduled because, as we said, you know when the tournament was going on. There were a lot of times where I had to like DM people specifically. Hey, sorry, this is Tim from Go Mode Podcast. Hope hope you're doing good. Just wanted to see if maybe you were available to you know mentor a match in the, in the next ten minutes. You know, like <laughs> nobody nobody wants to be in that situation, uh, especially me. So um, people obviously said you know that that seemed like it was taxing on you, and as a racer, it was you know a little nerve wracking not knowing if you were going to have a mentor or not. And then we had uh, situations where. Um, you know, only a couple, but where racers had to go without mentors. And, and we'll talk a little bit more about that in a minute. But, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the solution to that is is really complicated because it, <clears throat> it definitely is an issue. I just don't know what we, like, to, what, what, what can be done to alleviate that because well, we had, I mean, well, yeah, Herb, you say what... I was just going to say, uh, it was already something that I kind of wanted to get into yesterday when we were talking about with, uh, I think, Dante, uh, whether it will be a mentor who sticks with a runner format Mm -hmm. or a pool of mentors. It, It was kind of decided for us, and this is a result of that as well. We just didn't have the mentor pool to cover all the runners, you know, to pair them all up one on one. So it kind of had to be a mentor pool and whoever was available. And it turned out the mentor pool was not small, but it wasn't big enough. I think the only way to alleviate the mentor scheduling problem is to have like a mentor pool that is twice the size of the runner pool or something like that. Yeah, like, I mean, we even saw this kind of going through our results is, you know, there were some mentors who just due to, you know, scheduling and whatnot only were able to do one or two races, which, you know, no, you know, disparagement to them intended but you know it's um if you went with somebody that was like scheduled and tied to you um you know that could be a lot more races and uh you know a lot more time 
And so if we did a pool again, I, I do agree with you, Herf. I think we would need a, a much bigger pool so that there weren't issues. Mm-hmm. But um, when your pool isn't even enough to give you one-to-one coverage, um, you know, it, it, I didn't feel comfortable asking anybody to do kind of double mentor duty or triple mentor duty with, with a dedicated racer, uh, nor do I think anybody else was really comfortable with that. So we had to go with what we went with. Yeah. Now, uh, and to skip ahead a little bit, one of the other issues that was cited three times was time zone scheduling difficulties. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, you know, uh, to a certain yeah. extent, it's like <laughs> also a result easy, of that. Yeah, and Earth. it's easy to be. Yeah, it's easy to be like, yeah, what do you want us to do about it? But I do think there there were things that could be could have been done to make it a little easier. And so to go back to this mentor scheduling thing. Um, here is what I wish we would have done. Having done one, if if we were to have another one, I, I'm like almost positive this is how we would do it because I think this this would be a perfect marriage of the pool versus straight up assignment. I think it would be you as a racer can find your own mentor and have them agree to mentor you if you want to, if you know somebody, if you're able to find them. And you can try to, you know, one of your criteria with this person can be, they need to be someone who's available around the same times that I'm available. They need to be in my time zone or, or, or in, in the same country as me at the very least. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you, if you can't find someone or you don't know anyone, that's fine. Here's this pool of people and we can pick one of them and assign them to you. I, that's what I think it should be if, if we ever do this again, if anyone else ever does a mentor tournament mm. similar to this. Mm-hmm. I think that is going to – I think that will work very, very well. And, yeah. I, you know, the only way to have known that was to have had one of these tournaments yeah. basically. Uh, and one thought I just had with the scheduling is when we were in the group stage, you know, we, we seeded all the groups by uh, overall runner skill. Maybe what we should do if we did this again or, if, again, if anybody else would want to do this again – is seed based not only on skill but also on time zone because mm-hmm. it was really hard because I, I think true. there if you let's imagine you have a pool where you have you know one person in germany one person in australia one person in canada and one person in you know uh, argentina well suddenly that's really hard to coordinate everybody's time um versus a group where it's like okay we have you know two people in France, one person in England, and one person in Belgium. That's that's pretty easy to, to kind of line things up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're kind of getting a little far into brainstorming the next turn, edition <laughs> yeah. of this tournament, but I feel like what you suggest is only partially possible because, A, you don't know how your player pool spreads out over the world, so you might be stuck that's having true. to mix people together. And in the end, you're probably just, you know postponing the problem because once the groups sort out people will start mixing together and it won't get any easier then either yeah that is a good point herf yeah so and we've talked this even just this particular issue to death at this point i just you know obviously so seven people brought that up it was obviously something we were thinking a lot about i I wanted to i guess finally address that issue um Mm -hmm. So, you know, when and if we start another one, obviously we'll tackle it again. But let's talk about some of these other issues uh, that we needed to look at. So uh, we had three people mention that they would have liked longer group stages. These were some of our folks who maybe went, you know, 0-2 or 1-2 and and then they were done. And then we had quite a bit more time for uh, the brackets to go on where they just sort of had to be in the background. Um, So 
uh, I don't know. I I do think that they, they. I mean, there's certainly a valid point there. Maybe we look at doing like a Swiss, uh, which you know makes everyone play everyone five weeks in a row and reseeds them depending on their previous their mm-hmm. outcome the previous week. Uh, that's what the something awful tournament's doing. That's what the first one did. It worked pretty well. Um, you know, past main tournaments have done that. So, yeah, maybe maybe we do a Swiss next time. I don't know. I, I'm open to that. I mean, I, I understand the sentiment. Uh, I think for us it was kind of a deliberate decision because I brought up the format of how it could work and we also sort of didn't want it to drag on for very long. We, we wanted True. to sort of speedily get through the tournament. So it was sort of a deliberate decision on our side, but apparently people like longer group stages, which I can understand. If you, yeah. you know, if you get knocked out in the group stage, you only play two games, and it's kind of meh. Yeah, and maybe we could have done a longer group stage and a shorter bracket. Mm-hmm. You know, like we only take one from each group and and have eight. You know, instead of taking two from each group. That's yeah. Thing. Yeah. So you know, we hear you. Uh, the the next one uh, that three people mentioned was uh, they wanted to see more Go Mode podcast sponsored learning sessions and streams and things. And this one's sort of ironic because there actually were a few of those, but they were 100% community run and organized. Um, we as hosts had very little to do with them other than letting them use the Go Mode podcast Twitch, I think, one time. Um, and uh, one thing we weren't able to do was record that video, which is something I'll get to here in a second. Um, but we actually did have some of that. People, I guess, wanted to wanted to see a little bit more of that. What do you, what do you, what's your guys' takeaway? I mean, I think it's a great idea. It's just as you said, we, especially me myself, have very little to do with that. I didn't, I wasn't even aware that was a thing, to be honest. Like, <laughs> I, I was kind of wondering when we were getting to that, what exactly what they mean by you know a gmp sponsored learning session like are we streaming stuff that you know we're all pretty okay players i would say i'm not <laughs> sure if i would personally say watching me play rando is a learning experience for anyone but it, it, well it, i think watching it, me play might be like a humor experience yeah like don't do well, what x did well, but yeah, but we're we're also producers and, and admins of the tournament. So I think, you know, even just doing a better job marketing and making people aware of the ones that were happening, mm-hmm. I, I will accept some some blame for that. I, I could have done a better job, you know, yeah, um, that's, I mean, putting out announcements and things. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that's absolutely fair. I just, you know, I didn't I didn't know that if maybe one of you put on like a learning stream or like a hints and tricks stream or something like that that I wasn't aware of. No, no, it was a lot of just individuals uh, stepping up to do stuff like that, which I think is super awesome. And yeah, yeah absolutely. We'll, we'll do better to, to promote and, and support stuff like that that's going yeah. on in our Discord. I, I do know sometimes those things did seem to come together at the last minute. Um, mm-hmm. So you That's know, true. If that, if that was something we were going to do, I think we would try to have the schedule a little more uh, set down and uh, you know with, with some lead time so people are aware and it's not just, oh, it's happening in an hour. Okay. That's fair, yeah. Um, okay, moving along. Uh, one, we had a couple people mention uh, moving races to YouTube from Twitch, moving the Twitch VODs to YouTube so they don't disappear. I, I'll take full responsibility for this, and this is something I, I honestly regret. Um, not ripping the VODs of our restreams faster before they disappear from Twitch so we can put them on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And I want to I give a huge shout-out to Zeitnix for 
DMing me, uh, realizing this was a potential issue, and not just asking me to do it, but saying, hey, give me the logins and I'll do it. Um, I said, yep, I trust you. You're a racer in this tournament. You've left us a review before. You've been in our Discord for a long time. I, I trust you. So I, I shared those with him, and, and he went and ripped those and added all of them to YouTube so you can all go watch them now. Um, so huge, huge shout-outs to SiteNix. And I just wish I would have reached out to somebody sooner to get those done because I do believe we lost a couple, maybe more, like two or three races um, to just like Twitch yeah, hell or I whatever, believe, you know? I, I believe it's only if you set it to automatically save it to your like stream things, unless you highlight it, it'll only be there for like 14 days unless you're partnered. Yeah. So, but you know, we, we did salvage quite a few. I think there's about 10 or 11 races total from the tournament that you can go watch on YouTube. So definitely recommend those also including the finals are on there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but yeah, in the, in the future, you know, I'll want to have a, maybe even just assign one person, you know, someone like Zynix, just be like, Hey, you're the person that does this and we really appreciate you and we'll shout you out. Um, but again, it goes back to delegation. Should have done more of that. So. Um, and then some other people, at least two people said they wanted more restreamed races. And I hear you on that. When we first started, we set the expectation that we weren't going to do a lot of restreams because we, none of us really knew how <laughs> that much. Um, but now we have a system set up largely in part, thanks to Dante for getting our Twitch going and, um, Vash1978 for setting up some restreams for us. Um, it's a, it's become easier for us to do restreams. Um, now of course there's the whole, you know, it takes a lot of people to do a restream for a mentor tournament. You know, you need two mentors, two racers, uh, ideally two commentators, one restreamer, and ideally a tracker as well. So, yeah. you know, to get that crew together is not the easiest thing mm-hmm. in the world. Yeah, I mean, but, I even know yeah. <clears throat> from, uh, you know, the, the big, you know, fall tournament, um, you know, even they sometimes are, are trying to scramble for, folks who do restreams or tracking or commentating and they have a much larger pool of people to pick from than we do um i'm not opposed to having you know as many races restreamed and commentated as possible but it a lot of times it's just a logistics thing because you you need you know four to four plus people to uh, to get that going and uh when your community is smaller it can be hard to get all that to line up yeah so, yeah, it's just another one of those things that's, you know, the way that it happened is how it happened. But just by being experienced, if we were to do it again, it would it would be stronger. We, that's something we'd probably be able to do more of. So. Yeah, we probably still won't be able to cover quite everything, but we definitely, you know, it, it will be, there will be more coverage. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so to continue on here, there's one thing I wanted to address very specifically, and it was a, a comment left from Lady Box Thief, who was one of our racers, um, who was uh, not super happy about the fact that uh, they had to go mentorless, which I hated. It was one of those situations where I DM'd a bunch of people and couldn't find anybody. They decided to go ahead and run the race. It was against Maggie. Uh, they just went mentorless. It was the first time we had that happened, and they were super good sports about it. But it was it was obvious that you know no one was happy about having to do that. And the next day, uh, we sent out an announcement clarifying to say, you know, you don't have to go without a mentor. You can always defer your match and just work with a host or volunteer, and we can you know find another time for you guys to race and make sure that you have mentors this time. And this was the, they had already rescheduled this, I think. They had, like, moved it back in the day a couple hours already to try to find a mentor. Mm-hmm. So 
really not a great situation overall. And uh, LBT, Lady Box Thief, was um, a little concerned because the day after this happened to her was when we made the announcement to say that you could reschedule. And I feel terrible about that, but I also just have to say, like, I don't know what else we. <laughs> yeah, the, it, it's one of those situations when when you're an admin, you have to do what benefits the most people. And even though that was a really bad situation to put her in, I had to do that to make sure it didn't happen to anyone else after that. You know, so I just wanted to address that because like I did feel really bad about it, but I also wouldn't do it differently if if I had to do it again. I stand by what I did because. That was the only. It was the just the best way to handle it, in my opinion. So yeah. Plus, it's also kind of a thing where you sort of have to, as an admin, you sort of have to be able to see the future, especially with a tournament like this where the format hasn't really been done before, where you try to think of all the issues that could arise. Oh, but exactly. Un, you know, but yeah. until something comes up and actually goes wrong, you're like, ah, oh, crap. Okay, we could have done this to not have that happen, and then what other choice do you have but to you know announce it after the fact that you know after it went wrong the first time it's just extremely yeah. unfortunate that lady box thief happened to be that first time yeah i, know. I mean it, it it did suck because um you know you, you don't want to have that happen but again the the logic was if we don't say anything then it might happen again and again and again and we would prefer that to not happen i i also feel really bad because you know that's a that's a crappy experience uh for that particular racer and um yeah i it, i'm sorry <laughs> yeah so but anyway so i just i i, I feel better at having said said something <laughs> that was that was really what i was going for so just get that off my chest um, so there was at least one person who suggested a deeper mentor pool, but that kind of goes back to the whole scheduling debate thing. Yeah. Um, there was a one person that mentioned maybe better race communication, like letting people know more in advance when the races are coming up. So I was doing a tournament wide, uh, ping every time that we had a race upcoming anywhere between an hour before to like during it, or sometimes like a few 10 minutes after it started, um, and that was not something I intended to do, but I just wanted to make sure that we could get at least a little bit of exposure for each of these races. You know, even if just a couple people are watching and chatting along, I know it's going to be great for the runners to go back and, and read through that chat log and see, you know, people experiencing, you know, watching them race. I thought that's a cool experience to have, you know, um, but maybe in the future we try to set up like a, a bot that tweets or something like that whenever one is put on the schedule. Um, instead of just letting people know at the time. Now, there is something to be said for letting people know at the time because when you know about something in advance and you intend to do it, sometimes something else comes up and you don't. Whereas if you're just like not doing anything and you get that tweet, it's like, oh, yeah, I'll go pop in. So I do think it's good to send something at or shortly before the time as well. Um, I think but it's something to think about. I think this partly also comes down once again to, you know, our restream setup as a whole being kind of, thrown together thankfully but sometimes we just you know didn't know more than 10 minutes before the match that it would be restreamed and that it would have two commentators and that everything would work out so exactly you know we would put it on the schedule earlier if we knew <laughs> that's a good point too yeah that's very true um 
Yeah. And then we had some comments about, or really just one, I guess I should say, about uh, wanting the tournament to be a little more public, you know, maybe like some SRL uh, restreams or um, more restreams in general. Uh, and hey, I agree with you there, but um, just being the first one, I didn't want to try to make any of those connections or try to get any like speed gaming restreams or anything like that, um, just because I didn't know how, how it was going to go. In in retrospect, knowing how it went, I would have been comfortable doing that. But and I think in in the future we might try to make a relationship like that. But um, definitely good feedback. Good feedback. I personally think on that and something I'm I'm trying to realize what it was earlier. Oh, the more restreamed races, maybe. Mm-hmm. But especially for this, the more attention and publicity. Uh, for me personally. Uh, a, I think we were a little bit too small scale and like, you know, uh, how, how do you put it, a little bit too strewn about when the matches happen and stuff to really be featured on SG as like a featured ALTTPR tournament. Mm-hmm. But besides that, uh, I didn't think people necessarily wanted that many restreams or publicity and attention. If you're a newer runner and you don't really know how SRL works and the first thing you do is race a restreamed race, it might feel a little weird, you know? I kind of feel like if it got more attention and publicity, it wouldn't have had that nice, wholesome community feeling that it had now. And I'm not sure if I want to necessarily change much of that. It's a really good point. So, really good you know, I don't mind us doing more restreams if we can, but I'm not sure if I want the whole tournament to be on SG and have like a thousand people watching everyone. That might scare people away. Yeah. Well, that's a really good point about the community being closer as a result of it not being so public. Mm-hmm. Um, but, when, but when you talk about, um, you know, people not wanting restreams, that was sort of what I thought. But during the tournament, I felt like a lot of people were asking for those restreams, wanting the restreams, both viewers and racers. So, yeah, I don't, you know, which is why I think, you know, internal, so to speak, restreams are fine because it was, you know, the community wanting to see their fellow racers in the tournament race, which is totally fair, but I'm Mm -hmm. not sure if the racers themselves really want a massive audience like SG on them. Yeah. Well, and it probably also, it's one of those things that varies quite a bit from racer to racer. Mm-hmm, you know, our, our top groups are, are dying for that exposure, whereas some of the bottom groups are like, oh, let's just race and whatever happens, happens. Like, we don't not we don't need a bunch of people watching this. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, one of the other reasons to join a tournament is for, you know, the opportunity to maybe be on an elevated stage. So, I don't know. It's something we'll definitely be looking at. Again, now that we have a lot more restream experience, it's it's more likely we'll be able to do more of it. And mm-hmm. if those restreams get picked up, then they get picked up. I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Um. So I'd like to kind of move to wrap this up. Uh, those are all the main issues. We have a couple other things. We had some suggestions for things. Um. I made a quick list of like some of the stuff that people liked. Maybe we can go over real quick. Um, and I snagged a few quotes, um, but, you know, we've kind of covered most of the stuff I wanted to get to. Let me turn it over to you guys. What what out of what's left here um, is, is of interest to you? Um, let's see. I think the suggestions are kind of interesting, but not really to go into much detail about. A lot of the stuff that's in there is kind of 
I don't we've kind of covered it. it already, really. Yeah, we've kind of yeah. covered it, and it's also I, I sort of see it as a hey, you can sort of do that yourself if you have any interest in that. You know, there's like monthly races and check back in with the racers later to see how they improved, which is totally fair. But everyone can just you know you can organize your own monthly races, and races are already being organized on the Discord like a lot of the time. And you can also just you know DM anyone on the Discord probably, or just ask them in the general channel, hey. How do you feel about your improvement and stuff? I'm not sure how I, how well we can follow up on everyone, you know? That's my main issue with that. I actually, I was thinking, I, I kind of do want to do like a weekly seed from now on. I mean, if you want to do that, <laughs> yeah, go I mean, ahead it's... and do that. I'm not holding you back. You're yeah, just if putting we, if more we just work say, on yourself. You know, here's the uh, the seed, you know, but not commit us to like putting together results or, or anything like that. Cause yeah, okay. Be... Yeah, exactly. So we're I think we're totally on the same page. Here's yeah. what I would like to do from now on, and this is my pitch, and you guys let me know if you think this is good or not. So now that the tournament is over, I do want to keep the community going and, and keep discussion going and friendly races and comparing time and the competitive nature of things. I think all that, you know, that aspect of the tournament has been great, and I want to keep that going. So if we were to release a new seed when we release each episode, and you have two weeks to race it however you want, and then in the next episode, we'll maybe talk a little bit about that seed. I'll play it. You guys don't worry. I'll play it, and then I'll talk. I'll talk <laughs> I might about play the seed it too. But uh, I just okay. don't want to commit myself to doing it because you, uh, you don't have to. But. <laughs> I don't always have time for random. Yeah. It's been about two months since I played. Or I'll tell you what. We maybe we don't even talk about it. But I, I still think it would be good for us to put out a seed and let the entire our entire community play it and talk about it and compare it. Uh, and I think yep. you know we could <clears> even like you know if we had started this a few episodes back, you know with Coric when we did the entrance randomizer, give him an entrance randomizer seed. You know when we're talking about hints, you know give him a seed with I don't know. You you get what I'm trying to say though. Like we'll yep. try to tie in the the seed with kind of the episode topic a little bit. Yeah, I mean, sure. I've said my opinion about this when we first conceptualized this podcast, I feel like, and now we're mm -hmm. a year later, we're back at the same thing, and my opinion hasn't changed <laughs> well, at all. We've grown so much. We've grown quite a bit. Yeah, and now there's even more places where you can get any kind of seed from that you would like. I'm not sure why our seed would be so much more special than those, but I, I mean, I'm not saying don't do it. Yeah, I mean, the people want it. The only thing like, I'm people just are saying is <clears throat> I, I don't want to commit us to, like, you know, every two weeks we talk about, like, you know, everybody's time and, and who had the best time and, and all that, because, A, I think that might get boring fast, and B, it is a lot of work to track all that. Oh, yeah, okay, and that brings me to my second point. I'm glad, I'm glad you said that. I, we're going to need some help. Uh, I, you know, if we could maybe get volunteers in the community that want to compile people's times um you know uh keep that in a spreadsheet somewhere maybe run some stats on how people are doing how they're improving we're going to be pretty hands off on that because it, it takes a lot of work just to put this show together and present the material that we do to you i want this to be a thing but i don't think we have the bandwidth to do it so if you are interested in helping us do something like that let's hear from you in discord uh, and let's let's get something put together. We'll give you a channel on our on our Discord. I, yep. I, that's yeah, no problem there. Yeah, Sorry. that's not a problem. I think that's a that's a good solution because I agree with Tim. Our bandwidth is uh, not 
not a lot to uh, to both get episodes out and uh, get all this together. I think we saw that while while running the tournament too. We were uh, a lot of times kind of put to our our max, and uh, I want this to be something we all enjoy doing and not something we all go, oh god, no, not another <laughs> weekly seed that we have to go through. <laughs> Yeah. So we'll gen the seeds, you know. So so we're we're they're coming from us, and I will probably play it like almost every time. Um, and Axe might play a few. Um, maybe we'll talk about them if they're interesting. If not, we might not talk about them. But yeah, just in a little fun kind of way to, to for us all to sort of keep in touch after the tournament's been over. And even if you didn't participate in the tournament, you're still more than welcome to come into the Discord and grab that seed uh, on a regular basis. You know. Yep. You don't even have to report your results if you don't want to. You can just play it and read other people's thoughts. Yeah. That's a good way to improve, too, you know. So. Um, okay. So I did want to mention that. And then some of the other suggestions, like you said, we kind of already talked about it. The biggest one was people want another one of these. Um, so, you know, <laughs> that's something that we'll have to look at. We're definitely not going to pull a Plando tourney and start another one in a month. Nope. No, um, for sure. Definitely not. In uh, fact, don't don't hold your breath for 2019. <laughs> Definitely um, not. <laughs> yeah. Maybe next year around yeah. summer? We'll, uh, that's, yeah. We'll I think take. if we would do another, it would need to be kind of when there's not much else going on so that mm-hmm. it's easy for us to both keep up to speed on everything else that's going on and run the tournament. Because God help us if we had done this like during the main tournament and we were trying to keep up to speed on that and watch those races and run our own races and just... No. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, uh, so really quick, let's have this be the last thing we do. Um, we'll talk about uh, what some of the people said that they liked about it, and then we'll we'll move to wrap the episode up. So we got a lot of feedback from people who were uh, glad that it had taught them how to use speed runs live and participate in the dailies, just like be able to jump into one of the like two p.m. or nine p.m. races. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was something, Herf, you had said you were really excited to see and something I didn't really anticipate at all. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah, I think that's really awesome. I almost think for me personally, that's probably the, the like the, the proudest little nugget of the whole thing that I could take away from this because I know, you know, I've, I'm an old man. And I've grown up with uh, the internet being old as well, so I know how IRC <laughs> works and how all those commands work and how to join a room and all that crazy stuff that you have to do. But if you're not experienced in that and you have to set up on SRL and get your Twitch stream set and know where to join a room and what to type to join the race and all that crazy stuff, it's really daunting. And, yeah. uh, you know, this was a perfect opportunity for people to learn about that, and they did. Yeah. Um, becoming a part of a new community, like we said, just, you know, I like the energy we got. I want to keep it going. Um, mm-hmm. People really enjoyed that. Uh, just having this community, like we talked to Cassidy about, just community of, of, of improvement and trying to get better and holding one another up to, you know, oh, you, you said you were going to try to get a, a Silverless Ganon, you know, like, how's that coming along? Did you get it? And then people popping in and saying, like, I did it. I finally achieved my goals, you know, in, in random resolutions and all those places is uh, super cool. We want to keep that going as well. Um, racers, you know, obviously were excited that they got better at the game. Um, and mentors were excited that, you know, they were able to see someone improve under their tutelage, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we had a lot of people say they appreciated the opportunity to compete against someone who's their same skill level, um, which was one of our main goals and was happy to see that, you know, that we, we were successful for the most part in that 
um, you know, because otherwise you sign up for some random online tournament and who knows who you're going to play. It could not even be a fair fight, you know, to your knowledge. But mm -hmm. this time you went in knowing that you were going to be pretty similarly skilled, and that seemed to be the case. So there were a lot of close races. So cool. Um, and then we let a lot of people try commentary during the tournament too. Um, we, we had some, uh, I think some, some, uh, uh, burgeoning stars that that are going to be doing some commentary <laughs> in, in some of the main tournaments uh you know um so so we'll we'll be looking forward to hearing them uh, like black wax professor render tyler salt i think did some there was more um and and i think everyone did a wonderful job in in the commentary for our tournament so looking forward to hearing them on some on some main tournament uh races um okay this is your last chance gentlemen any final thoughts on the go mode podcast mentor tournament before we close this chapter entirely no uh, i think we covered everything pretty extensively i don't want to start <laughs> with the thanks yeah. again so i think we're yeah. good on this uh i hope everyone had fun it looks like most of the people did so we'll we'll see we never never say never but not anytime soon yeah yeah we have thoroughly documented this entire experience and i hope you've enjoyed the ride i know we have yep um it was uh, it was definitely a learning experience. I'm glad that uh, we all did it. I'm glad that uh, for the most part, people seem to enjoy themselves. And um, you know, we did read all your your feedback and whatnot. So if we do do this again, we will try to make it a better production. Because uh, if you're not getting better, then you know, just like with Rando, what are you doing? You're you're trying always trying to better yourself. And uh, yeah, that's it. All right, let's wrap this up. Okay, so we did have one fetch question from Lumaga. Uh, I'll just read it, I guess. Hey, all, the mentor tournament has been a blast to follow. It was a great experience to participate, and I even found a few friends in this community. Thanks to everyone involved in any role for making this tournament turn out as good as possible. Now that it is behind you, what is something you might have changed about the tournament in hindsight? So yeah, I meant to, I meant to read that question <laughs> earlier, <laughs> but obviously we just did that. But thank you, Lumaga, for the fetch question. If you would like to send in a fetch question, you can do so by sending it to email at gomodepodcast.com. You can also use the contact form on our website. It's been giving error messages, but I promise it works. Um, I'm going to try to fix it so the error messages don't come up, but even if you see one, don't worry. It worked. I promise. Um, you can also join our Discord, as we've said multiple times. We always have a link to that in our description. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash gomodepodcast. Uh, YouTube, if you want to watch some of the races from this last tournament. Like I said, there's about 10 of them up there. Uh, all commentated, tracked. They're, they're, they're high quality, so go check them out. Um, that is, uh, you just search Gomode Podcast on YouTube. I'm sure you'll find it. Um, let's see, what else? We did get uh, another iTunes review uh, from Sam Clux 777 and I'm going to actually read this one because it just made me so insanely happy. I just need it to be recorded on the show. <laughs> Tim Axial and Herfy Durfee are the Tappet brothers of ALTTPR. I'm just going to stop right there and say that I don't think I've ever received a higher compliment in my life. You guys know who the Tappet brothers so, are, right? Nope. Uh, as uh, a non-American, I had to Google these guys because I, how would I know? But uh, now that I know who they are, I, you know, I share your feelings. I'm very honored. I am an American and do not know. And maybe some of our listeners don't know. So, Tim, who are they? You might know them better as Click and Clack, the Car Talk Brothers. Car Talk? Oh. Okay, I do know who they are. <laughs> are, do, you, do you actually know what Car Talk is? I do. Just... I've never okay. listened to it, but I know what it is. All right, it's an incredible show about car. It was on a 
or NPR for like 25 years. Uh, they're incredible. So thank you so much for that comparison. They said, they also went on to say, if you don't know what a link to the past is or what randomizer means, this is still worth a listen. Apparently, you're not supposed to play ALTTPR while driving, so listening to this is the next best thing. So thank you, SamClux777. That was super nice of you. We're up to 26 iTunes reviews. Um, I've readjusted my goal since we got to 25 <laughs> so quickly. Moving I would the love to just, Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what. I would love to get to 30. Um, so if we can just get four more reviews by the end of the year, I sure would appreciate it. Damn. If you haven't left one already, please do. Four more. Right. Yeah, we just need four more. That's that's easy. We can do that, right? Probably. Yeah. Um, so if you want to watch me play A Link to the Past Randomizer, you can do so at uh, twitch.tv slash temp underscore. Herfydurfy is at twitch.tv slash herfydurfy. And Axial is at twitch.tv slash sa underscore axial. Hey, uh, uh, hey, Tim, yeah. before we wrap real quick, uh, I did want to point out that in the tournament, nobody did learn to uh, to hover. So uh, oh. my uh, you'll never hear the song about uh, Link to the Past Randomizer that I wrote that was, I would have performed. But, uh, you know, maybe we can come up with another incentive to uh, to get that on the show. Okay. All right. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what we can cook up there. Uh, I'm pretty I would sure, love to hear your song. I'm pretty sure someone will come out of the woodworks telling you that they learned to hover during the tournament. They might not have been a participant, <laughs> or they might not have learned it for the tournament, but I'm sure during the whole time that the tournament was on, someone somewhere learned to hover. And how could you disprove that, you know? <laughs> so, all right well we'll remains to be seen if that's something that we're gonna have to uh hear uh get to hear i yeah, should god, say god help you if you have to <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um oh one other thing i almost forgot to mention this happened a while ago we are on spotify so if you are somebody who likes to listen to their podcast on spotify um we are on there if that's more convenient for you be sure to check us out there i'll put a link in the description to our spotify but yeah someone asked for that on twitter and we finally got it going about a month ago and i forgot to say anything but yeah we're on spotify if you want to listen to us on there and i think we're pretty much everywhere now except for youtube but stay tuned on that so um okay we are done that's the end of this episode thank you so much for listening uh let me just reach into my bag here and Okay, well, I don't... There's no mirror. This, okay, so there's no mirror, but I did find this super reflective uh, notebook, and I'm just going to see if I can kind of hold it up and hold it up to the sun and kind of see if I can sort of see my reflect. Oh, yep, that worked. 